0: what is up everyone so so good to be back and thank you for bearing with me as i was off for the past two weeks and i want to start this episode by just sharing with you why i was off for two weeks and there's a valuable lesson in here so for the past two weeks essentially what i was doing is just implementing a lot of stuff and the lesson here is that sometimes you get to a point in your business where honestly, there is just nothing left to talk about. And maybe some of you are in this space right now, and maybe you shouldn't even be listening to this podcast right now and you should be doing that thing. Or maybe you're in a place where you are looking for clarity and direction on what to do next. And my experience has been that more often than not, I am in between one of those two poles, right? Looking for clarity, looking for direction, and knowing exactly what I need to do. And my most clear path forward is to just go ahead and do it. And sometimes we're in the middle where we're just in maintenance mode. And that's that's cool too. That's part of the natural process. But for me, for the last two weeks, I was at that point where there was nothing left to talk about. There's nothing there's nowhere to hide. I knew exactly exactly what I needed to do and the most important thing I needed to do was do it. So there were no courses, no books, no more conversations, no more social media posts, no more podcasts. Anything that wasn't the thing that I needed to do needed to go by the wayside. And that's what I've been doing. And I think there's just a really, really valuable lesson there, where if you have clarity on what your next step is, and you know, oh, I just need to do this, you should probably be doing it. (laughs) That will move the needle more than this podcast, than another book, another social media post, um, another course. And if you aren't in a place of clarity right now, that's totally cool. Um, but sometimes it is just so painfully obvious what needs to happen next. And I know for me personally, I will spend a lot of time avoiding that, whether it's making a decision, taking action, or just sitting down and putting in the work. So my apologies for two weeks off, but it was what needed to be done. And uh, I'm going to spend the rest of this episode explaining the context behind this, what I've been up to, what I was doing, and hopefully provide you with a lot of takeaways that you can apply to your life and your business. But before we get into that, as you're probably aware, or maybe you're not, early enrollment for How to Work Less is open Right now, if you don't know what How to Work Less is, it is my cohort-based course, which I teach three times a year. It is honestly, I say this with great, great confidence, and after working with hundreds and hundreds of students, if you are self-employed and you want to scale your business without working more hours, this is a course for you. Um, What we've built is truly, truly incredible, and our next cohort starts on January 8th and if you're trying to do something new (laughs) in 2024 i really would encourage you to join us so we have less than 30 days until the course starts i think maybe 29 as of the day i'm recording it but the reason i'm mentioning this to you now is if you enroll early we offer a significant discount to incentivize people to take action early you will save a thousand dollars off of enrollment not only that, you get access to our work class library so you can start working on stuff immediately prior to the course. We have a ton of resources in there. I think there's maybe 20 or 30 hours of content including Q and A's, course material, um, live sessions, guest sessions, a lot of really, really good stuff in there. So if you are self-employed, a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, selling services, coaching, marketing, consulting, et cetera, you are a fit. Okay, the only folks that we say maybe you're not a fit yet is if you are just thinking about starting a business <laughs> and you haven't actually sold anything. So you really need to have sold something to be a fit. And we have students going all the way up to seven figures. It's a really, really awesome community. So what we promise and what we teach is the tools and systems and frameworks to scale your business without working more hours, build systems to run your business without you and my expert, expert mentorship. Okay, all those things. And the last thing that I'll mention is how to work less is going to continue to run into 2024 and beyond. But because I am making a bunch of changes to my business, this is actually the last time that I will personally be teaching the curriculum live. That is a big change. Now, the course will still be taught live in March and September, but my live participation will shift. Um, Our curriculum is so, so dialed in at this point that it is more valuable for me to provide my time in the form of clarification and mentorship and just being present to answer questions um, that we will be going ahead and committing the curriculum to recording. Obviously, with me, it's not going to be someone else recording it. Um, but if you want to experience the curriculum live, it's really, really fun. Um, we This is, isn't just me reading slide decks. It's super, super fun and interactive. Uh, I would strongly, strongly encourage you to jump on this cohort. So the way that works is if you want to get in on this, go to learn.howtoworkless.com. The link is everywhere. It's probably in the show description as well. And enter your email in there and we'll send you a note with an offer to save $1,000 off of enrollment. Okay. If you have any questions at all, you can reach out, just reply to the emails that you get from me or send a note to info at workless.com. And I would love to see you in there. We already have a ton of students who have signed up. Um, this is Really, really high caliber group this this cohort so far, and uh, yeah, if you wanna if you wanna have a really good twenty twenty four, I recommend you start it with us on January eighth. All right, um, you have a couple weeks until we shut down early enrollment, but I encourage you to take action now. All right, let's talk about what we came here to talk about. So, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I took two weeks off from the show to implement. A lot of things. And I was at the point where I was extremely clear on what I needed to do next in my business in order to make some pretty significant changes. And if you are a regular podcast listener, you know that I spent a kind of three episode <laughs> saga detailing my planning process for the last sprint is what I call it of the year, sprint three. And it was a journey that started with me thinking, oh, you know, okay, what can we do to keep the agency rolling and keep how to work less, you know, maybe double enrollment or something like that. And it ended after three episodes in a completely different direction, which is it ended with me shutting down my design agency, launching a whole new product and saying no to a ton of things that I previously did that just aren't moving the needle for me in the way that I need them to anymore. So I want to talk about what it looked like to actually implement all of these changes, starting with shutting down my agency, because I think this is a really, really interesting one. And I'd been toying with this fact. And if you want to hear me ruminate more on this, you can listen to, uh, I think probably part three of planning the rest of 2023 for my business is where there's more details on this. Um, but I've always kind of alluded to the fact on this podcast and just speaking with people that at some point the agency is going to be no longer the vehicle that's going to take me to where I want to go. And I always said, you know, maybe in a year or two years, uh, I might wind it down. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was really tough to come up with this decision because my agency was doing half a million dollars a year with really only five to 10 hours of my time a week. And that's a really tough thing to turn down. And you have to be willing to make a long-term vision and think big picture about what that looks like. And the problem with the agency was it was fully optimized at its current side. It was, size it was built for the most amount of money with the least amount of work from me and the problem was if I ever wanted this business to double or 3x um, my input was still required I was the center hub with all of these spokes around me and don't get me wrong like I loved this business model and I teach this business model and it is something that like you can easily get to seven figures running your business the same way that I did and with all the systems that I teach. But one downside is it is a system that is built for some degree of business owner enrollment. So we're not like gone from the business completely. And I optimized it down to like most weeks I would work maybe four or five hours and bring in half a million dollars a year. Sick business, it's an incredible business and I reaped the benefits for a while. You know, I had plenty of time where I was just chilling Pursuing my hobbies, hanging out, working with my clients, and and getting paid. But at a certain point, you know, I launched this business, obviously. And um, there comes a point where even if you're splitting your direction, your attention in just two directions, it doesn't really make sense anymore. And the decision I made was that this vehicle of Work Less LLC, this education business, is going to be a vehicle that allows me to continue to grow um, because it has so much more leverage, right? It has leverage of audience, leverage of offer, leverage of delivery. And I needed to make the decision right now. Um, you know, the two businesses basically were at the point where they're making the same amount of money, but basically one vehicle was going to be much more valuable in the long term than the other. Um, So I had to make a hard decision, one that very few people (laughs) would probably make looking at it on paper. And the reason that I made the decision was something that became even more clear to me after I moved forward on it. And I want to talk a little bit about what it takes to kind of shut down one of these businesses while we're here. Um, So in terms of implementation over the last couple of weeks, um, I made the decision Um, in, I guess, November and had to go through and figure out logistically what it looks like um, to shut this thing down. And people were like, well, can't you just sell it? And I'm not going to go into the specifics of what it actually takes to sell one of these businesses. But needless to say, um, it is not as simple as, can't you just sell it? Um, There are ways to sell some like contracts piecemeal, but my business was built entirely around me and my relationships. And it was not designed without me in it. Um, So if you wanted to sell one of these businesses, you would need to be over a million um, in gross profit. You would need to have designed yourself out of the business. Otherwise the buyers would want you to be part of the deal because otherwise (laughs) the business doesn't function. And uh, there are a couple of other things, but you really need to have a formalized business structure um, with employees and um, yeah, strategic buyers, institutional buyers, family offices, they want to see a normal business. Now, maybe another agency might be able to pick you up and uh, do it that way, but it was just not an option or something I wanted to go down. So instead, um, I just started kind of looking at my contracts and I had been you know, because I've been planning this year, uh, a year or two in advance, I've been strategically saying no to not great fit projects for a while now, so I wasn't super super overloaded. But what I did was, it turns out, two of my contracts were up for renewal serendipitously on the same day, which was March first, and I could have easily renewed them and kept them. They're you know clients that I've worked with for a very long time, um, and could have renewed, but that seemed like a great day to do it. Um, so I basically just started having con- conversations with folks and uh, turned projects over to people that I've been working with for a while um, and said, hey, you know, the ball's in your court on this one now. Um, I kind of put in motion the wind down um, process to hand over some long term clients to their team. And um, yeah, really just set the date in stone and said, listen. You know, no more agency work starting on March 1st, which is really, really cool. And um, the reason I want to recap this, this may seem like a recap, but the reason I'm talking about this is because, one, I set the date. Two, I got clear on what it looks like to let go of this part of the business or this business. And three, an incredible unintended outcome of this is even though it was only five to 10 hours of work a week, it freed up so much brain space. Um, I think those hours do not account, and if you're a business owner, uh, you probably know a thing or two about this. Those hours don't account for the amount of time I spent thinking about the business. And when I let it go and I set that date, it was like (laughs) a ton of space in my brain's hard drive cleared. And Yeah, it was pretty incredible. I think there's a strong urge as entrepreneurs for us to schedule 100% of our work all the time and our brains don't really work that way. I have found that my best decisions tend to come when I am able to zoom out and take a step back and look big picture at the business. And most of the people that really struggle with this, I find, I've had a lot of conversations about this recently, is that by default we tend to spend our time tunneled in on small day-to-day problems and thinking about solving them and we do not spend enough time zooming out to look at the big picture points of leverage in our business and for me freeing up this space just gave me more room to look at my other business work llc and focus on that and even with just five to ten hours of quote-unquote work time with the agency, there is always a small, low-level presence or awareness of the business. You probably know what I'm talking about, right? Just ruminating about a project or a client or something I delegated. And it's not even that it was stressful. Um, Most of the time, it wasn't stressful at all, but it's just something that you're holding in your brain, you know? And it was occupying space. And as soon as I set the date, It was like my brain just let go. (laughs) And I still have a couple of things that I need to do for the agency. It's not completely over yet. But when you're holding a business that you want to keep for years and years, you need to be thinking three months, six months, nine months, 12 months, two years ahead into the future. And when there is a end time of March 1st, you no longer have to do that. So even with just a tiny bit of work, You know, you got to be thinking strategically. Okay, you know, how can I make sure that my clients are happy? How can we make sure that we're working with them for a really long period of time? All this stuff takes up space. And uh, yeah, so as a result, set the date, and that was one of the big things that I was spending my time doing. And I knew exactly what I needed to do. And I just had to have the conversations and figure out what it looked like in practice. Okay, so second thing that I was doing. And this is something I alluded to that became very clear after just doing a a 80-20 analysis of my business and a financial analysis of the business is I had a lot of stuff in the education business, Work Less LLC, um, where essentially I was running two types of businesses, And there was the how to work less business, which is more or less consulting and business training. And then I was also dipping my toe due to self admitted, this is a hundred percent shiny object syndrome. I was dipping my toe into the world of the creator business. And the creator business is what you see from a lot of people online. If you're on Instagram or Twitter, You know, it's this idea that you build a large audience and then you sell stuff to them and you usually sell um, other people's stuff to them. So, you know, you build this audience and then you sell their attention to other businesses that would be a good fit for them. And I had kind of inadvertently been like, well, I do have this. This is stuff I tell people all the time to avoid. I have this huge audience, right? Like, I think it's probably over 400,000 people across all the platforms and a big email list. And I was like, well, I don't want to leave money on the table here. And people were reaching out to me unsolicited to work with their businesses and, you know, have them sponsor my email or do sponsored posts, um, all kinds of stuff like that. And it was really clear to me once I started doing the financials that this was just not a good use of my time there was was very very low leverage and low ehr um which is effective hourly rate if you've taken how to work less you know what i'm talking about here so yeah i pulled the needle pulled the needle i pulled the trigger on (laughs) newsletter no more newsletter sponsorships no more affiliate marketing and 99% of brand deals, the only brand deal. So I set a minimum rate that was really high for brand deals. And I only am interested in even having a conversation if it's a brand that I already use and they have the budget to pay, which is super, super high. So that was a big thing as well as just putting the systems in place to implement that, and a lot of times saying no is just about not doing it. But you know, we had kind of built systems for managing email sponsorships, and you know, I had to remove things. There's just a lot of implementation stuff, um, and then also shutting down one-on-one coaching, which was a extremely seductive hourly rate where I just sit down, and it is so, <laughs> it is so hard to turn down one-on-one coaching for most people because all you do is you sit on a Zoom call and someone pays you to talk to them. Like effectively, that's what it is. Um, But to do it right, it it takes up so much more than that. Like when I do one-on-one coaching, I'm trying to look at people's businesses like it's my business. And when I work on my business hardcore, it takes up a ton of mental space. And even though it's just an hour-long Zoom call, it takes a lot of energy to do one on one coaching right. You need to be fully present. You need to be asking the right questions. You need to be probing deep. And yeah, when I did the math, it actually didn't make sense. And there was just no leverage there. It's literally selling my time for money. And uh, so I shut that down as well. So implementing that was helpful. And obviously, I had to tell people that I had been working with for a while that uh, we wouldn't be doing that anymore, which is not easy. Um, but yeah, so that was a big one as well while I was in the deep mode is implementing all of these ways to say no. And you, if you've been following me for a long time, if you took out to a work class, you know I am such a big proponent of saying no and just simplifying and removing complexity, especially in areas where it doesn't move the needle. And if you are in my boat where you are kind of one foot in between education and creator business, I would really encourage you to think about what is actually moving the needle online i people love to be have their hands in way 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 too many pies because they all make a little bit of money and it's hard to turn down money but big picture you got to say no to a lot of stuff and you know we turned off email sponsorship we turned off affiliate marketing we turned off 99% of brand deals and yeah it it hasn't made a difference You know, I wasn't relying on that money in any way. And I'm much more focused now on where I can provide value and what that looks like for my business. So the lesson there is really ask yourself, what's making money for me? (laughs) What kind of business do I want? And what's moving the needle? All right, so next thing that I spent the last two, three weeks doing, and this was the biggest one by far and really, really exciting. I teased this on the last episode, but I launched a new product program in beta for a group of 20 of my best how to work less students. And it was something that this happens so often where it's something you know you need to do and you know you should do, but you just put it off forever. And I finally got clarity on it and I was like, the only thing I need to do is just run full speed in this direction and everything else will reveal itself so my new product has launched um it took a couple of weeks of putting everything together coming up with what it looks like um finding the right people reaching out to them having conversations and yeah so far it is going great we just finished our first official week of the program i cannot tell you how awesome it's been for me It is such an amazing group of people and the conversations we're having are just so high level and exactly where I want to be. Um, so I'm really, really excited about this. I will open it up at some point in the future to larger groups. I think next it will be available to folks who have graduated from how to work less and then maybe sometime much later, just the general public. So if you are interested in this, uh, you need to take out a work class. <laughs> so that's kind of the the stipulation, because we are all engaging with this shared kind of language and perspective and vocabulary that comes from the course. So another plug, learn.howtoworkless.com. If you want to be part of my highest level program, I really encourage you hop in, become a how to work less student. Um, and we'll be probably opening that up sometime in 2024 for you as well. All right. And what's been really interesting about this entire process and the lesson that I want to share about launching this new product is ironically, I have had to relearn a lot of lessons that I know super, super, super well with my agency. So I'll give you some examples of what I'm talking about. And these are things that I am Concepts I'm obsessed with, things I talk about regularly. And it's so funny how when the context shifts, we can just forget everything that we know. And How to Work Less has always been, in my opinion, a screaming deal, a really good deal. And um, approached much differently than how I approached my agency work. You know, my agency at any given time would have five to six clients, maybe seven, and they're all paying me minimum $60,000. And the lesson that I always tell people is, you know, if you wanna scale with the least amount of work and the most leverage, you need to charge more. And I was not taking my own advice when it came to this business. So this program is me taking my own advice and charging more, and working with my best clients and working with them for a long time. So these are all just the fundamental lessons when we talk about how to increase the value of your business and scale it without working more hours. You know, It really just comes down to charging more, working with your best clients and extending the time horizon with which you work with them. And that's exactly what this program is. It was me sitting down and designing a program that would be as valuable as possible specifically tailored to my best clients, the people that have taken How to Work Less, that are the most active, that have the best businesses, most successful, and then us working together for a long time so that we can really create the most value, get the best results. And uh, it's worked really well. So from November 2nd to December 2nd, my business brought in exactly $200,000. So, if I was a little worried about what it would look like to remove the agency, I am feeling very, very safe about it. So, 30 days exactly $200,000. And that was a combination of the new program and how to work less uh, because we did have a bunch of students that have enrolled early, but between the two programs, 200K, which I'm stoked about. Really, really, really awesome. And this process has basically, you know, I've been off off the grid, not recording the podcast, a little quiet on social media, because I was all in on this and really focusing as much of my attention as possible on making this program as valuable as possible. And that leads me into my last point and I think a key insight that I want to share and that I've been talking about a lot and thinking about a lot, um, just finally taking the leap with this with this new program, and um, and just you know shutting down the agency. There's just a lot of time for reflection, and what it comes down to is a fundamental rethinking of value and how value is created. Um, I've alluded to this. There's a really great book on the topic called implementing value pricing it's by ron baker i've talked about it a bunch it's not an easy read to be honest it's 300 pages and (laughs) it's pretty dense but really really important but i'll see what i can distill here for you and tell you how i've been making mistakes about this in the past and what i'm what i'm doing about it so i would say for the agency and that that model which is what we what we teach and how to work less. I understand it 1000%, you know, it is about how can I provide the most value with the least amount of work and the least amount of complexity and that's what that program is all about. But ironically, I was not translating that mindset over to the delivery of my education business. And it comes back to just asking this question, which is, how do you charge more? How do you take what you're selling, whatever it is, and charge more for it so you make more money? And the book right now, for most people, as they're thinking about how to charge more money, is $100 Million Offers by Alex Hormozy, which is a great book. Highly recommend reading it very, very valuable. But I think there's been a misinterpretation of his lessons in that book. And the idea is that the way that you charge more is you increase the perceived value of whatever it is that you sell to the client. And one of the ways that you can do this is find people who inherently value what you sell more. And that's a huge Huge, huge thing to do, right? Um, Your best clients are going to value your work much more than your worst clients. And you want to find more people like them. But the number one way that I see people, especially in the online info education space and agencies as well, um, increase, quote unquote, perceived value to the client so they can charge more money is they default to just giving them more stuff. And most people try to increase the value of what they sell by (laughs) stacking as much shit as possible in a pile and just throwing it at a person and saying, look at all this shit you're going to get. This has got to be a good deal, right? And a lot of times they give people stuff that they don't really want or they don't really need. And you see this in, you know, online education all the time where it's like, you know, 10 million bonuses and my notion template and blah, blah, blah. And like, listen, the reason I'm sharing this is I have been guilty of this. When you look at how, how to work less is marketed. Uh, we have a lot of stuff. And for a long time, I thought the way to increase value or demonstrate value is by giving people a long list of stuff. And after teaching this course, over and over again, asking a lot of questions, getting really clear with my best students on what they valued. Yeah, we have a lot of bonuses and supplemental materials and stuff like that, but the core value is the core curriculum. And I would feel 100% comfortable just selling those core eight lessons at this price point. And if I were to go back in hindsight, I probably would just do that and remove this stacking and giving people as much stuff as they need so sometimes you know as we continued to grow we thought like how can we make the course better and we just added more stuff and really you need to focus on what are people getting value from and how can we make that better instead of just stacking more stuff and this lesson has translated to how I think about business across the board. And instead of thinking about how can I give people as much stuff as possible, I want to think about how can I provide the most value with the least amount of work. And that is the how to work less model in a nutshell for service businesses. And my education business was 100% falling short on that in a lot of ways. It didn't matter. It was still a very successful business, but it just wasn't Aligned the same way that I aligned my other business. And this new program is me recalibrating and really refocusing that. So the program right now is $8,000. I don't think, unfortunately, any of you will get it for $8,000. But for my beta group, that's what we charged. I would imagine, (laughs) fortunately, you're going to pay more. Um, But that's because you either... Got an email and didn't say yes, or you're not a perfect fit for the beta group, and we'll be rolling it out later um, at a higher point, or maybe you never took out a work lesson, you don't even know what this is. Anyway, new program is 8K, and it is me answering the question, how can I provide the most value to the people in my group with the least amount of work? And I don't mean that in a laziness way, I mean that in an efficiency way, in valuing my time and valuing their time. And this program is really, really simple, weekly calls with me, a community, maybe some course content and some workshops, but there's nothing preloaded in, right? There are no lessons you have to watch. And that is it. And the core value here, and the reason that I'm able to do this is because there are things that I can spot in other people's businesses in 10 seconds that they might have missed for 10 years. And I can ask questions and help them get to the exact nature of where they need to go next in their business. And then when there is strategy and implementation, I can tell them what to do. But that is not even the core value. The core value is clarity, okay? Is the insights and is the mentorship because I've done what all these people that are my kind of perfect fit students have already done. And this is just a fundamental reframe of how I have thought about the education business completely. So How to Work Less is kind of the downstream effect of that, where it is really, really linear. It is four weeks, eight lessons. I tell you exactly what to do. Step one, step two, step three, step four. Implement this stuff. You will get insane results. If you go to learn.howtoworkless.com, it's all there, right? You can see all the results. And it's, it's an awesome program, but this is my value distilled this new program and yeah i i would encourage you if this doesn't make sense or you're like i don't i don't really understand what this guy's talking about or how does this apply to me really what you need to do is zoom out and ask yourself how can i provide the most value with the least amount of work no matter what my business is whether it's an agency you know whether it's a service business whether you're selling information and really get curious, get clear on what that is. And usually, what you're going to find is it is more value, less work, and more focused on your unique skills and your unique expertise, as opposed to just being an order taker. You know, I talk a lot about um, you know the difference between <laughs> being an expert and an order taker. Um, that phrase gets thrown around a lot from, I've heard it from Chris Doe and yeah, the experts are the ones who get paid, you know, and they're the ones that create the most value. And I think if you're listening to this, you're probably on the path to expertise or you're already there and you need to just take a step back and ask that question. So that's been a big one for me, even with whatever it is now. 12 years of experience, I am still learning. Um, I'm still having to recalibrate, sometimes relearn lessons. I already know very, very well. And uh, this has been a big one for me. And I'm really, really excited about it because it's been like night and day. Last thing I'll leave you with um, is I have talked a lot recently about um, this book, 10 X is easier than two X. I talked about on this podcast a lot. It is just hit me at the right time. And I'm such an 80, 20 principle guy. And this book was like the best distillation of 80, 20 applied to business and life. um, That I just really have been recommending it a lot and can't stop thinking about it. And, 45 days ago, if you had asked me, you know, what are my plans for the next sprint? um, They would have been two X plans, you know, maybe double enrollment to how to work less this cohort, keep the agency rolling, keep the cash flowing in, um, chill out. And the problem with those goals are they only require changing a tiny bit of my behavior, right? They are just small refinements, small tweaks, and there is a reason and a season for that. And I enjoyed the benefits of that for a while, you know. And at this point, I was ready for the next 10x shift, which they talk about in the book. And 10x requires dropping 80% of what you're doing now, knowing that the remaining 20% is where your true value lies, your true value skill your true expertise and letting go of all of that other stuff and for me you know it's been closing the agency it's been launching the new offer it's been realigning my focus and simplifying my business in a dramatic way and what i've seen that's been wild and i've gone through these shifts before for sure for sure with my agency um you know is the difference between my old kind of work more agency where I was working, you know, um, 60 hours a week, 50 hours a week, uh, and not making enough money. And that shift to my work less agency, which was five to 10 hours a week, 500 K. And the big difference between point A and point B was how I spent my time. And in the first one, I spent all of my time in my work, more business. I spent it, um, doing fulfillment, being on calls, doing low level admin work. And then when I made the the 80, 20 or the 10 X shift to the work less business, I spent my time building systems, delegating, providing strategy to my clients. And that was basically it. So what you see is when you make these big 10 X shifts, how you spend your time changes completely. Um, And what you leave is the stuff that's really, really valuable and you let go of everything else. And I'm seeing that right now. My to-do list in December, my daily plan, even though like I am not leaving behind work less, um, I would say even with this business humming, I wouldn't, I don't think I've worked more than 25 hours a week, maybe I'm looking at my time tracking. Yeah, 25 um, throughout this entire process. Um, so those lessons aren't going anywhere, right? That is part of the of the core value of what I do is the work less methodology. Um, all this stuff still applies. But my day-to-day has shifted. I spent most of my time prior to this when I was in the like, let's just grow how to work less the course. Um, most of my time was spent creating content and improving the program and that was it and it's interesting because now my time has shifted completely and i am spending a lot of time doing consulting and helping people work on their business and working on the program and i have let go of some of the the content requirements so what that looks like is i'm building new systems for content and this podcast will remain, Work Class Wednesday will remain with my hands directly on them. But I have a massive, massive content of library and I am looking at and designing what it looks like to create content around my already established library, You know, turning this podcast into other pieces of content so that I am still active on social media and growing my list, but I am not personally responsible for for a million pieces of content every week. And that's part of the 10 X shift is understanding like the value that I create comes from my thinking. It doesn't come from taking a post that I wrote nine months ago and rewriting it to make it a little bit different and to you know hone it in for whatever's happening currently. Like that's just not my value anymore. Um, so there will still be content, 100%. This podcast, um, social media posts, Work Less Wednesday, but where my attention and and expertise is focused will be shifting a bit to this podcast and Work Less Wednesday, and the kind of top level social media stuff um, will be insights that are distilled from this stuff and applied to social media. Um, I still will be writing content, but it's just going to look different in the way that, um, it is organized internally and presented and published. So good problems to have, right? So 10 X for me is dropping the things that are not moving the needle, even though I feel like I need to do them to focus on that 20% and go all in on that. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to folks. Um, to summarize sometimes you get to a point in your business where there's nothing left to talk about, you know, exactly what to do. And the only thing left is simply to do it. And that's, that's really it. Right. And that's, that's what I've been doing. Um, I've been implementing a lot of these big decisions. I've learned a lot from it and, uh, I'm really excited. And you know, the work is paying off, you know, 200 K in 30 days is, an awesome, awesome milestone, um, shifting how I approach my business, freeing up mental space for what's next, thinking long-term simplifying. It's all really good stuff. So I think I'm going to leave it there. I hope this episode was valuable. Um, sometimes I feel like the best way to talk about these business lessons is to keep you up to date with what is going on right now. And you know, I'll still do the more kind of high level professorial stuff here on the podcast. But when I have stuff to talk about related to my business, I want to share it as it's hot off the presses. So I'll leave you with this. If you haven't signed up for how to work less, if you haven't taken it already and you are self-employed, solopreneur, entrepreneur, selling services, coaching, marketing, consultant, ETC, um, Go to learn.howtoworkless.com. You can get $1,000 off enrollment if you sign up early. We are under 30 days away from the start of the cohort. So if you've been thinking about it, come join me in the new year and let's work on your business instead of in it together. All right, I'll see you all back next week. Have a great one.